there's a mm-hmm. Brose calendar, um, like the Brose group calendar thing. Um, if, I, if I'm in there, it is entirely on accident. I no, no it, it, it initially, no, no idea we had this. I think you were in it at one point, but you might have yeah. left it on the in the Google calendar. But there's a reason it's me and Mary. Yeah, is because <laughs> otherwise Sean would not know, and he he will admit this. Like mm-hmm. if he were to hear this spot right now, he would 100 percent say you are right. <laughs> so you're saying, and and just to be clear here. If Tess, our editor, heard this part <laughs> and clipped it off and like put it, I don't know, like, I mean, you can't do, we haven't started the show. So maybe like before the show, like before the, the intro music. It's uh, like a stinger, that, but the opposite, right? Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. A, yeah, it's a preamble. It's is, a pre-roll. Is, it, is it the proboscis? Is that what the front part is of a bug? Like it's the stinger and the, right? No, that's a kind of T, I think. Oh, yeah. right. True. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yes, if she uh, were to anyway, do this. Then Sean would agree if he heard this on the podcast. I I think so. Sorry, I'm just laughing about proboscis tea. <laughs> mm, so many antioxidants. Welcome to Brose. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros. On an audio feed is Mr. Rich Sweet. Hi, everyone. And on an audio feed, reporting live from Conjunction Junction, what's your function? It's Mr. <laughs> Tim Hansen. Being an asshole and making things not function. Oh, boy. That, that, that old school classic, Schoolhouse Rock. You do kind of look like a conductor with that shirt. Choo-choo. Choo-choo, bitches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All, all aboard the Asshole Express. Uh, that's, yeah, that's not going anywhere. Uh, how you guys the, doing? This is not Pornhub. No. Whoa, whoa, man. Okay. Only, um, only fans. Okay, it's for only fans only. Mm, yeah, you got to pay for that shit. Yeah. Uh, how you guys doing? Not, not too we bad. We're recording in a couple of weeks, and we're about to record on a embark on a little recording blitz over the next few yeah, weeks. Yeah, you guys uh, ready for that? Back-to-back weekly well. recordings, and then another one, what, like two weeks later? Three weeks later? Yeah, yeah we're, taking a, we're taking a break for Thanksgiving, and uh, and then we're, uh, <laughs> we're going to be back at it. It's, yeah. And it's not as much we're taking a break for Thanksgiving, it's just like, everything just happened to fall around the, the holiday that like we needed to do the early recordings. Oh, I'm taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit at home and just be like, you know what I'm not doing? rosé <laughs> sip a sip a bourbon or something like that not that i don't enjoy doing the show i'm just going to make an exaggerated point of it being a break from brosé so you're going to tweet a photo of you drinking a bourbon saying not doing brosé from the brosé that's right I'm gonna be, twitter I'm gonna be, I'll, I'll be sitting in this chair in front of the microphone and just be doing something else like i'll right. be like i'll be just, playing like empire earth or something like that just just make, talking about old video games just make <laughs> sure to tag it parody account so that uh elon doesn't um uh, ban us or anything. No, Did it's got to be see... a public figure account. We got to pay the $8 to get that first, which is Do you not, guys not for the some... public figure account. No, no, it's different. Yeah, the public figure, you got to be you got to be famous the way that we are. Um, Obviously. Uh, I was just talking with my wife about this. Did you guys see uh, somebody made a fake Lockheed Martin account and might have actually tanked Lockheed Hart- Martin's uh, stock price because they, <laughs> put on the, they put on the fake checkmark Lockheed Martin account that they were going to stop selling weapons, weapons to Saudi Arabia. And then like a few hours later, their price tanked. Oh, my. And, and the guy's handle is at Lockheed Martini. Like, like if you just look at it for more than a second, it's very obvious that it's a fake account and like the the photo of the jet that they used is like super pixelated but i don't know unless I, something else yeah. happened that really impacted lockheed martin you know the market outlook uh today um, what else could I, it be look they, they they found out more about um a family member of mine who works there and so maybe that just the tank that the, the uh, <laughs> stocks tanked that much yeah, it's one of those public figure things like oh god we can't be associated with you know that guy <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, no Sean O'Brien this week. Uh, Sean had a uh, had a conflict come up. He's at a wedding, uh, and he's he's enjoying a wonderful weekend uh, out at said wedding uh, with a couple of very nice people uh, yeah, getting married. So, it, Mazel Tov to them. I don't know if they want their name said on the podcast, but uh, but they're nice people. They're good. They're cool. I'll take your word for it. They keep is, throwing out words out there. Is it is it a conflict or like is there going to be a fight at this wedding? Is that where the conflict is or? Ooh. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Juicy. I mean, 
Hey, look, man, I don't know what he's there for. He might not have been invited. Uh, <laughs> all, all he said was he had a wedding this weekend and he wasn't going to see us for three days and possibly more is what he said at the end of the, the message, mm, which is gotcha, a little bit ominous. Gotcha. Yeah, That's right. But he anyway. did say, if I don't respond to texts, don't worry, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, he's I, totally but, dead. If I only call one of you, it's for a reason. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, anyway, welcome to the award-winning Brose podcast, as always, available on all major podcasting platforms. Uh, the premise of our show is simple. We are four bros normally, three bros tonight, uh, and uh, what we do is we we each bring a question to the table. We, we bring us something that we want to talk about with our bros. It could be about anything, life, the universe, and everything. It could be about politics, it could be about current events, music, movies pop culture, uh, anything that we or that's on our minds at that point. But we also want to hear what's on your minds because we got we get so many questions uh, prior to our, our nice reformat from you, the listeners. We want to keep that up. Uh, so you want you want to send those to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. And uh, we will we will answer your questions on the air in the same mirthy fashion that uh, we <laughs> Yes, mirth. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not usually the top of my like. If I had a, like a online dating profile anymore, the first thing wouldn't be like mirthy. <laughs> that's my uh, my lead trait. So anyway, mirthy, uh, mm, mirthy. And so with that, let's get to the uh, the part of the show where we discuss what we are drinking. Tim Hansen, let's start with you. What are you drinking tonight? I am drinking a 2015 Merlot from Childress Vineyards, which is down here in North Carolina. If that name sounds familiar, I've had, I think, three three of their wines, and all of them were fucking garbage. And this one is only slightly better. Um, it is a Merlot, as opposed mm. to the sugary whatever the fuck the other things were. But it... Uh, I don't know if vinegary or like an acidity taste on the back end is what's bothering me, but so- something like that is just like, mm, it starts out great. And then when I swallow, it just goes downhill or at least down my mm. throat. That's mm. what she said. Um, so you're saying is Children's Vineyards on the way up on the comeback? Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> it's also possible that I've just had this bottle too long and it has gone bad, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know when we got it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are you drinking tonight, Rich? I am uh, drinking uh, uh, Venito Bianco. It is a 2020 white. It doesn't actually say what kind of wine it is. It just says it's a white wine. Um, I got it because it has this like cool kind of graffiti-looking label on it. Um, and I've been drinking a lot of reds lately, and I didn't want a red, so I got this white. I almost bought a red that had a guy dressed as a tomato. Hmm. But this is delicious, and I'm glad I didn't get that one. That's a bummer. Tomato, tomato guy, red one. I'll probably have it next time. All right. I am drinking uh, another bottle of Bogle Family Vineyards <laughs> wine. Uh, we're just we're just churning through this, man. This is going to go until like 2024. Uh, but the Bogle Vineyards uh, wine I'm drinking tonight is a Cab Sav, Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, which I don't think I've had before, but I did see in my wine cabinet that I've got another bottle of this. So this will be uh, going for a while. Uh, but as it's, as I think I've said before, since planting our first farms in 1968, uh, Vogel, fam- Vogel Vineyards family remains dedicated to making delicious wines uh, we are proud to share. Please enjoy our Cabernet, rich with flavors of dark cherries and currants and a smooth, full-bodied finish. Uh, it's definitely full bodied. Uh, Caps have, I, I, I always think, think Merlot is my like, or Pinot Noir is my top two uh, red wines. Caps have, can't go wrong. Can't go nice. Wrong Hard to go wrong with a nice Caps have. So I'm, I'm enjoying this one as well. As I've always said, uh, Vogel Vineyards one is a good, good value uh, wine, like eight or nine bucks. Uh, comes from an organic vineyard. Good stuff. All right. This is the part of the show where we discuss our questions. And again, if we want your question answered on the air, brosequestions at gmail.com is where you should send it. Uh, but Tim Hansen, you've made a big show this week about having actual questions prepared. I <laughs> uh, said, said it at least once or twice in the chat that you were very proud of yourself for having compiled questions for this episode. So, sir, kick us off. L- listen, what kind of president would I be if I was completely unprepared and didn't know what I was talking about? The American An American president. president. Okay, so my first question is, if you had a scheduling conflict between a podcast and a wedding, would you be a traitor? (laughs) (laughs) 
um uh well i mean i could i mean look it would the, the thought would never cross my mind so it's hard for me to even put myself in the headspace of somebody who could possibly make such a, a god what's the right word selfish selfish decision uh rich can, can you wrap your head around this one being the only person on the brose podcast who has not missed or not been in an episode of the brose podcast Hmm. I cannot wrap my head around not being on here, no matter what happens. If you, if you're at a shows up to the birthday podcast all the time. If you're at a a wedding, look at my perfect attendance award. (laughs) If you're at a wedding with quotes, um, Hmm. you still do whatever you can to make it to the award winning brosé podcast. Mm -hmm. Listen, what if you have the shits? You can mute yourself. (laughs) (laughs) which we frequently do uh, on this show uh yeah so sean uh traitor to the cause uh (laughs) went went to a wedding for this he did uh gamely try to to set up uh something on uh, on the like the hotel wi-fi but i don't know where they're where they're staying but like unless you buy like i I know having tried to do like a podcast adjacent activity via travel that like even like if unless you get like the supercharged like I'm a supreme businessman and I'm at a La Quinta Inn, <laughs> uh, you know that kind of package like is a, is a dodgy proposition to try and do that from a hotel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I look. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't blame him in the least bit. All right, maybe I blame him a little bit. The least mm. bit. Nah, I mean, he's the only one who's not here. So I mean, yeah. So who else are you gonna blame? Yeah, true. I mean, true. I'm going to blame the happy couple for, for you know, exchanging nuptials and trying to make a I huge mean, step in their life. Which absolutely. Sean, who, they they yeah. should have checked <laughs> with Sean. They should have checked with Sean to make sure this weekend was good to have their wedding. Mm. Yeah, mm. like months ago. Yeah. As we as we were talking about before the uh, the show, all he told us is that he was at a wedding this weekend. Did not mention whether or not he was invited. This could be a this oh. could be like an extreme wedding crasher situation. That I would be so proud of him. About. That would be fantastic. <laughs> He comes back like, guys, I won't be there for the podcast, but I will come back with a story. <laughs> this is it, this. It is research. It is it is uh, work research is what he's doing. Yeah, work research. But uh, <laughs> you're mining mining this wedding for material. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. but seeing as every time I'm not on the show, you guys are constantly just busting my balls. I I had to go for the low hanging right. fruit this time. That's no, right. absolutely. Uh, that, yeah, I, yeah, I never then, get to take part in the joke, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe if you show up more often, you'd be able to take part in some of the jokes. Nah, it sounds like effort. Yeah. Rich, we should we, when next time Tim's missing, we should come up with like a random joke. Or like we should just come up with something before the next Joey comes on and be like, "Oh, it's a callback to last episode." Tim, you remember? Because you yeah. know I didn't listen. <laughs> no chance, zero chance. Uh, any other thoughts on <laughs> on uh, grossly turning his back on the Brose podcast? Uh, it's. We're just going to have to work on his contract. That's all. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's going to be a big negotiation. Okay. Uh, so I, I have a quick aside. Uh, so tonight, the night we're recording, we're recording on 11-11-22. Uh, God bless the troops. And uh, and it was also the night that uh, Duquesne University men's basketball team is playing the University of Kentucky. Now, I don't know how uh, tuned in you guys are to college basketball. Not at all. Uh, but University of Kentucky is blue blood or, you know, blue blood program, one of the top uh, college basketball programs in the country. And Duquesne University is also there. Uh, so uh, Duquesne, uh, in spite of my, my constant railing on sports gambling, I decided to place a one dollar bet on Duquesne University to cover the spread tonight. Uh, the spread is 19 and a half points. And basically what that means is. The Dukes can get the shit pounded out, uh, out of them. But as long as they get the shit pounded out of them by less than 20 points, then I get 83 cents or something like that. Uh, and it's looking not great right now, I will say. So uh, so more to come on that one. I, I have a buddy of mine who's keeping me up to date on that. So. They could come back. They could come back. I have faith is, in them. It, is it they Eddie? Could. It's not Eddie. It's not Eddie. Uh <laughs> Oh, actually, it's only a twenty-point game right now. Ooh, there's a chance. There's a chance. There's a chance, baby. <laughs> it's not Eddie, but uh, but I should have texted him. Uh, who's got a question next? I guess there's only two of us left. Unless Tim, you have another question. No, I I do have another question. That was clearly okay. just me taking the piss out of Sean. Um, all right, all right. Then what do we got next? So, what are your thoughts on Chris Evans being voted as the sexiest man alive for this year? 
Well, for, well, first of all, I don't know his opinions on women, so I don't know about the sexiness, the sexistness of or not. Uh, but <laughs> is that what did I say? Sexist? You said you said sexist man alive. I don't know how words work. <laughs> English are hard. Sexiest man alive. Was, there was a time. Uh, this is Tim back when you and I worked at a church farm school summer day camp. Uh, there was like I was you know doing you know, at the day camp. There were a couple of kids who were playing on the playground and. Uh, one of the, you know, they were like eight or nine years old or something like that. And one of them said like, oh, she, you know, she can't play four square. She's a girl. And I said like, oh, that's kind of sexist. And like four hours later, the counselor, like the head counselor that I was working with came and said, hey, um, Billy said you said a bad word on the plane. <laughs> and I was like, I was like racking my brain. And I'm like, like what did, did I, I say? Fuck up and say, the, did, I, did I say that like fuck or something in front of all these kids? I'm like, oh, I said sexist. And he was like, ah, all right, we're good. And they walked away. But also. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, don't say. Don't, just don't even like get around it. Like, find another way to say it. Like, he, don't be mean to girls. The child is four. He does not understand. Could you Im- imagine? So, uh, imagine the kid going up after Matt like overcorrects and is like, "My counselor said I was misogynistic." Misogynistic. <laughs> what does misogynistic mean? <laughs> What's a chauvinist? Uh, Matt, they couldn't even say yeah yo correctly. Yeah, they could. They sure couldn't. Uh, okay, so what do we think of Chris Evans being named the sexiest man alive? I mean, good for him. What, what, he's like forties, fifties. I think he's he's forty one. Forty one. Yeah. Good for him. Like he, he does have a great body. Um, he's, it, he's got America's ass. He's definitely has America's ass. Um, was Mark Wahlberg had America's ass because he wouldn't have let nine eleven happen if he was on that plane. <laughs> <laughs> I was not ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always ready to drop that story. Uh, anyway, so okay, so he's has America's ass. Well, yeah, uh, who have were the last few people who who won sexiest man? Alive? I think. Last year was Paul Rudd, um, right, or he was very recent, if not last year. Um, last year was Paul Rudd, accurate. Yes. And then I don't know who anyone before this. Twenty twenty was Michael B. Jordan. Okay, I can see that's that. A, that's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. When was Idris Elba? All, right, All right, here we go. So we got John Legend in twenty nineteen. Um, Idris Elba, 2018, good pick. Blake Shelton, 2017. Some of these seem like late. Blake like Shelton? Like, like, like Chris Evans feels like he should have won like 10 years ago, right? I agree. I feel yeah. like he's it's late for his for him to get his call. Yeah, uh, John Legend in 2019, that's like 15 years late. I don't know, yeah. though. Like, looking looking at, at Chris Still Evans. Looks great. Looking at Chris David Evans. David Beckham when... in 2015, that movie came out like before before 9-11 uh so oh. like yeah before mark Wahlberg failed to save us from anyway so david beckham was really late mark uh, Wahlberg. yeah Wahlberg. Wahlbergers. Yeah, I, I don't know um yeah i mean good for him good for uh all these uh older gentlemen getting sexiest man mm-hmm. like you know what I'm 34. Maybe I could get there at some point. If he's 41 and is at that point, maybe me in uh, five, seven years, maybe yeah. I could be there then. So I'm looking through these covers, and, and most of them, you know, they everybody's you know got this very cut figure and everything like that. Your Hugh Jackmans, your, your George mm-hmm. Clooney's, and all that. 2007, we got Matt Damon on the front cover Matt with a face Damon. that looks Damon. like <laughs> face that looks like he's in the process of saying you've made a mistake, like. <laughs> Is is not a good look, but yeah, I, I guess I'm fine with it. Like it's it's, I, I don't know. I, it's sort of a hackney thing. I don't care about the sexist man alive, but I genuinely it's, it's not really on my my radar. Uh, Richard Gere won like a hundred times in a row, didn't he? Or am I making that up? George Clooney, oh. I know, probably won a bunch of times. Clo- Clooney, Clooney has won it a few times. Too. Yeah, uh, I mean Richard Gere right. makes sense. Like, mm. yeah, just a classic stud. Older yeah. gentleman, just like, mm. <clears throat> remember, this is a show by men about men. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, for men. So, what what are what are your opinions on him being uh, sexiest man, Tim? That's fine. I, I'll be honest. I kind of agree with Matt. I feel like it's consistently behind the times. 
Like mm. I would have expected. Like actually, even it's, if Jay, even if Jason Momoa got it this year, I still feel like that's a few years late. It, it, has Ryan Reynolds been sexiest man? Like he has, according to this list. Every day okay. of his goddamn life. There oh, you yeah. go. There Boom. you go. Boom. I am wearing Deadpool pajama pants with this button-up shirt, by the way. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh yeah, flash those legs. I like, mm. I like it. I like it. All right, any other thoughts on uh, Sexiest Man Alive thing? Nah. Good, good, uh, good job, Chris Evans. Good job, America's yeah. ass. Congrats, buddy. Uh, Rich, you want to go next? Yeah, sure. Um, so the other day I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw somebody post something that was supposed to be like super heartfelt, but it just made me laugh so much. And they shared a post from a restaurant, local restaurant called The Pop Shop in Medford that were saying that they were shutting their doors on the 26th of October. And this person shares this post and says, This sucks. I was just there yesterday. And I don't know why, but it made me laugh so much. So if you guys ever seen something that was like meant to be heartfelt, but it just to you it was just like that was either the dumbest or the funniest thing I've ever read. And it like it just is it makes no sense. So is it funny on the concept that like you like you're picturing this person showing up there one day and then the next day it was just shut down? Like what was the, well, no, was it, the, the humor draw? It was they posted it on like the 14th. So there's still two uh, weeks away from them shutting yeah. down. And this person had never posted about this restaurant ever on Facebook. I had worked with them. They never talked about the restaurant. So it's just like, oh, no, I was there yesterday and then i'd never been there before shucks they're shutting down and to me i'm just like it's a restaurant a restaurants open and close all the time plus there's one in collingswood you could just easily go there um but it's like they're announcing they're closing in 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 two weeks it's not like you're getting information that a friend had passed away that you had just saw that looked extremely healthy and that's like where my mind went was like that this just this statement doesn't compute to me and i thought it was the funniest thing because it's the way that it was kind of written kind of felt more of a like oh no they were fine yesterday yeah Hmm. and so i'm just the last episode of uh colbert's first show where uh he he introed it with now this is your first time turning into the colbert report i have some terrible news (laughs) uh uh, so yeah i get that all right so Something heartfelt that you've seen that actually uh, turned on your funny bone. Yeah, yeah. So, have you ever seen the movie The Notebook? Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh no! I have not seen movie. it all, but when I've she seen finally parts. Re- the end. Of, oh, okay, you haven't seen it. All right, so I, I, I think I've seen alert. the end. I think I've seen the end. But also, not spoiler alert because it's out too long, and if you don't know, well, it's your own fault. Uh, so, at the end you realize that this story he's been telling this woman is the story of her life and she has dementia and she finally realizes, Oh my God, it's you. And they do this and they're dancing this nice, like adorable heartfelt slow dance. And then she slips into her dementia and starts freaking out because she doesn't know who the fuck he is. And he's like, no, wait, hold on. And she just starts freaking out. I thought that was hilarious at 17 (laughs) years old. It's one of those scenes that, like, the, the type of music that you put behind it, like, really drives the scene home. Because, like, if you had, like, because, like, you know, with the music that you have there, like, like in, in the notebook, because I remember that scene. And, uh, it, you know, obviously it drives point, oh, my God, so sad. Like, you know, imagine being him or imagine being her. Uh, but if you had, like, somebody wants it, suddenly <laughs> it becomes a completely different scene. But, uh, yeah, so... I got slapped in my own household for laughing at that. <laughs> it was it was a great time. I mean, but, uh, mildly deserved, but I mean, yeah. I oh, it. I totally <laughs> deserved it. I got it, but I was just like, but it was funny. I I knew people who got kicked out of the theater for The Passion of the Christ for laughing at the movie. Mm. So, Well, that's massively mm. fucked up. Uh, the yeah. only other thing I can think of is um, uh, somebody on Twitter was talking about how there was a, a lack of gluten-free options at Wawa, and uh, I had to go in. <laughs> mm. You know, I'm still <laughs> upset about it. They took Who away the grilled chicken strips. 
They they, they don't have grilled chicken strips. They haven't had those in like weeks, months. Mm. And but they mm. still advertise them on the buttons. Yeah, it's one of those things that uh, the they go <laughs> the buttons, dude. The buttons on the screen. Yeah, if you click oh. chicken, they have grilled chicken. They have chicken fingers or chicken strips, and they have breaded and grilled on the button for chicken strips. But when you press the button for chicken strips, it's only breaded because I guess mm. chicken breast is too expensive for something. I don't know. That's because no one ever buys it. Every time Wawa tries to like redo the grilled chicken thing, it's just like this is gonna be great. And the first like two weeks of sales at most stores is like awesome. So then this every is the story store of Rich's life is Rich brings up and a menu item from Wawa <laughs> and asks why nobody makes it anymore. And Rich goes, Tim has to go like you're the only one who bought it. It's fucking money, man. Yeah, but it's grilled chicken. Like people buy grilled chicken. Uh, apparently not. <laughs> on account of the fact that it is not on the menu. Um, but why are French fries not gluten free at Wawa? Come on now. That I, I don't know. I can't, I can't speak to their French fry strategy at Wawa. Um, <laughs> me neither. Geez. As yeah. a post me endeavor. Yeah, ten Mista- like an hour there, I wouldn't have done it. Mistakes were made, <laughs> but not by me. Uh, things I laughed at that I shouldn't have laughed at that somebody was trying to get me to feel sympathy for. I'm sure there's been like work conversations where people are like talking to me about like. Uh, a customer they were talking to or you know meeting they had with their boss and like, i can't believe it's unfair they're being in the back of my head i'm like it sounds like it's your fault uh, <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like this is your problem you've dug your own grave on this one but uh as far as sad things uh unfortunately nothing is really jumping to mind although i'm sure i'm, I'm a terrible enough person i'm sure it's happened <laughs> at some point um yeah nothing like uh well, well let me think uh so my it's usually been like me um, not laughing at parts in theaters, but like sort of recoiling as to people crying at certain points in movies. Like my dad had like an emotional reaction to the movie Seabiscuit and I didn't get it. I'm like, there were horses, you know, it's, at, that, at that point, like I was, I wasn't super sensitive at that point. So I'm like, ah, oh, the poor horse. Um, <laughs> my, my mother, uh, I can tell you, I walked in on my mother at one point, we were babysitting my cousins when I was younger. And I walked down my mother watching a movie uh, with with my younger cousins. And I think they had fallen asleep on the couch. Some point. My mom was tearing up uh, at the, the climax of the movie. And uh, the movie that she was tearing up at was Osmosis Jones. Uh, <laughs> the, the part animated, part uh, live action movie starring Chris Rock and Bill Murray. Uh, there was a scene at the end where I guess the, Bill Murray's character is having like triple bypass surgery or something. And like, it's not going well. And so she was crying <clears> about that. And I'm like, it's, it's Osmosis. Nothing bad's going to happen. Like there's now, not going to be like a crucial twist at the end of this movie about like, you know, animated wacky white blood cells that are like, you know, Bill Murray dies. It's not going to happen. I know exactly <laughs> what it was. Like it's the very end of the scene. I'm assuming where the doctors can't figure out how to lower his temperature. So they're just mm-hmm. throwing ice on him. The daughter's getting sad. And then you cut to cartoon Osmosis Jones. And it's like, Oh, get the little bead into his brain cell again. Yeah. Get the bead! It's- yeah, Chris Rock voice. My uh, my two thoughts are either, uh, yeah, but his character was a piece of shit, so who cares? Uh, <laughs> and, and then uh, Sean Paul popped into my head with, I got the right temperature. <laughs> Sean Paul. He's too hot. What do we need? We need Sean Paul! <laughs> the first thing I thought was the walk hard scene. Like, he needs more blankets and fewer blankets when he's in rehab. Okay. Uh, anything else uh, that you feel like somebody's trying to tug at your heartstrings and you end up laughing at them? Uh, not really anything else I can think of. That was like the most recent thing, and it just, mm. it just, it sat in my head. I'm just like, what, what does that? That we were just there yesterday. Like, what does that mean? Like, it's a restaurant. I mean, it sounds like he said he explained it. He was just there yesterday. Maybe he just discovered it the first time, and he was like, "This is gonna be my favorite restaurant for the rest of my life." <laughs> oh no, it's there. closed forever. Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! Don't you know? Oh no! Yeah, suddenly the restaurants. Made, yeah, that, that's the reason they're closing. They're moving to Fargo. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, here we go. So uh, we're recording this, as I said, on eleven eleven, just a couple days after election day. And my question is, how many poll watching thugs beat the shit out of you on election day? Oh, um, None. I went to the wrong place. Uh, they moved my polling site 
Uh, and so I, I, I took my lunch break. Real quick, I want to, I want to memorialize this. This is the oldest thing that's ever been said on our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) They moved my pole place and I couldn't find it. And (laughs) I, I told me. I like. I, I didn't look. think it's on my card, and nobody told me that it moved. So For twenty years, it's been like this. So my uh, my polling place since I've lived here was at a school mm. down the street. Um, I guess I think it's it might be a private school. I'm not really sure, but like, I guess they decided to move it out of schools, move voting out of schools during the pandemic, uh, because I remembered last year go or in. Last yeah, last year going there and voting during last year's uh, election day, um, but yeah, so I go there and I see school buses lined up. Which then I'm like, wait, kids have school on election day? I thought they always had off. And then I like had to pull into just like there's this pizza place right next door to that school, right around the corner from that school. I like had to pull into a pizza place and Google where my poll site is so I could go. And it is, I can see the building that it's in. Out my out my window, like that's how close it was. I didn't have to go that far, mm. um, but I uh, I got assaulted by like six poll thugs and uh, six. Okay, yeah, yeah, about six. Uh, I I beat mm. them. I fended them all off. I'm um, I'm pretty sure yeah. they call those middle schoolers not poll thugs. Power of democracy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe in a free election system. No, and they all wither away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have an ID. Fuck! <laughs> well, I'm glad you survived. Well done. Thanks, uh, thanks. Re- Tim, did anybody beat the shit out of you at the, your polling place with all these poll watchers? And- no, but yeah, I'm looking at the map of uh, of North Carolina, and Greensboro was blue, and everyone else said, nah, dog. <laughs> yeah, the only Wait, Charlotte didn't even go? Uh, was, is Greenboro near Charlotte? Oh, no, Charlotte no, is blue. Charlotte oh, okay, so pretty much the, the four, <laughs> four of the most populous parts of North Carolina are all blue. Yeah. Greensboro, Charlotte raleigh and fayetteville and then pretty much everything else is red i, I bet you i bet you your map county and philadelphia county i bet you mm. your 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 district map just shows like those four cities are all connected by a thin line and the rest of them are all separate districts every the rest of the uh nah, state are all separate districts the gerrymandering is not that bad no. yet mm-hmm. but I, now i've the, seen but now the ted bud's in oh god ted bud the bud, I've, the budster. There was uh, a. Yeah. I'm just happy that all the fucking commercials are over. Like, if I saw one more anti Sherry Beasley commercial on YouTube, yeah. I was going to break my TV. And I like my TV. Hmm. Guys, look, Jordan, Al- Jordan Alvarez ruined the World Series for me. But if it wasn't for him, uh, it would have been the John Fetterman, Dr. Oz ads that I was subjected <laughs> to for weeks watching the Phillies world, uh, playoff run, which, by the way, don't pertain to me. Because I don't live in Pennsylvania. <laughs> but you do live in Jersey, which fucking... is where Dr. Oz lives. So. It's true. It is where Dr. Maybe that's why I kept getting him. Uh, yeah. I got no Norcross ads, and I think uh, I know why. Because Norcross wanted a fucking landslide. Yeah, it was uh, like <laughs> 90, like bother. 80% or something like that. They ran, he ran against the same Republican, and then like the three. So I genuinely, I looked up the other three, like the third party candidates. And, uh, and like one of them is your token libertarian. Uh, and then one of them was like, I can't remember. One of them was like. His last name was Cannon. Cannon was like, Fire. His, 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 his the Cannon Fire party. He was, he's just he's just. I a, love he was it. Just, you know, he was just a Democrat, but he didn't get the Democratic nomination. No, I thought house, so. He's. Yeah. I thought he was Republican. I did some research on. It. I thought he was like no, it was a, Klein. Klein's the Klein's okay. the Republican. Patricia you, Klein, who came in like third or fourth, I think. Uh, you know, took that crucial one percent away from Claire Gustafson that they <laughs> ran a couple years ago. Klein is a nutcase. Uh, I, I looked at uh, her Facebook page. She's a. She's cuckoo bananas candidate uh and then um i don't remember that timothy what's his name the libertarian is a libertarian it wasn't uh, me i swear yeah no it wasn't it wasn't you it was definitely not you uh what kind of pretentious you, asshole would i be if i went as timothy like come on <laughs> seriously timothy he had a way better beard than you um, <laughs> oh, oh that's, man that's not that hard i'm kidding i'm but, kidding but yeah no yeah we kept getting all the freaking yeah the fetterman oz ads during the world series it's brutal it, it, it's nice to know that uh new jersey resident uh, uh dr oz did not win against john fetterman in pennsylvania I just can't believe all those Republicans voted for a Muslim. Because he's a Muslim. Is he? 
I'm not, yeah, he's a he's a Turkish Muslim. I did not uh, know that. He, he, he considers himself a secular Muslim, but like, dude, if you said that, tw- you told me twenty years ago that like the Republican Party would be like, "Yo, please, we got to get this Muslim into Congress." It's brutal. Yeah, that's uh, because yeah. none of them know because none of them do actual research and they try real hard not to talk anymore. about it. Yeah, they don't do not care anymore. It's just like, Herschel is he Walker. red? All right. <laughs> Herschel Walker, man, former Philadelphia Eagles and Dallas Cowboys running back. Herschel Walker uh, is with uh, like had forced a runoff in Georgia, and I don't believe he he quoted Ricky Bobby in <laughs> his non concession speech when the the night before when he went to a runoff. Like, uh, dude, yeah, they, they've thrown their morals, they've thrown everything out the window. It's just like, yo, we want to win. Winning's cool, well, if, and we would like to win. And whatever gets us to win, even if it means voting for Doctor Oz. Yeah, uh, we'll do it. We'll and do if it. if if their candidate says Donald Trump, all right, we're in. Let's go. Like, oh, that didn't happen this time, though. No, uh, yeah, a lot of the only they, they 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 he he was the kiss of death for a lot of candidates. This yeah, time, Which, it didn't work this time. But uh, like, what's her name? Uh, Bobert's out of there. Anyway, so to um to uh to answer the question, I got assaulted by no uh campaign poll watching thugs at election day this year. Because uh, I voted by mail again. Uh, and by, oh, voted so- by mail, I mean I uh, dropped off my ballot in a ballot box uh, outside of the municipal office uh, because it's within walking distance of my house. So I took a jog over there, dropped off um, me and my wife's ballots, and went back home. And how many other awesome. false ballots did you drop off there? I just 4,962. Mostly copies of, of uh, ballots in the names of my dead relatives. Okay. Attaboy. There- oh, that's, that's not true. 2,000 I did in New Jersey. The other 2,000 I drove across state lines, Pennsylvania, to various uh, districts, uh, mostly outside of uh, Montgomery County, and uh, and dropped them off there. Just the first couple I found. I'm proud and of you. And then, like, I, and like the other thing is like the I, election day is stressful for me. So like I, I sort of have this routine the day after election day where I like you know I wake up early, I have my cup of coffee, you know I check the news real quick, I hop in the car, go on like a nice long drive, and then. You know, find the first ballot box I can, unmoor it from the ground, and dump it into the river. That's mm-hmm. usually what gotcha, I want gotcha. So, uh, so it, it, kept, it kept my blood pressure down. You, you, you find some that you jimmy the locks, and you, you take the votes that are in there, and you check them mm-hmm. all and make sure that they're all for the right candidate. Yeah. Okay. I, and the ones I don't, I, I write in Ben Gay as my candidate, and gotcha. then I put it back in the ballot box. Gotcha. Yeah. Have you guys heard of the movie 2000 Mules? Mm-mm. No. It is. It's. I think it's a. It's actually supposed to be a documentary about the voter fraud in 2020, and it's like it's it's quote proven research that people were cheating during the elections, um, and like one of the one of the segments it shows a guy he's walking his dog, and they're like, this is a known election mule who grabs false ballots and drops them off at the drop box. And on election day, you can see people thought he was suspicious uh, because, look at him, he's walking and he has a dog, which everyone's face you can see, but the dog gets blurred out. You can see him walking his dog, and you see, and look, he's shuffling through his bag, and he has a stack of election of uh, of of votes, and this guy right here, and they point to him. He's staring at him the entire time. But what do you do? What do you do? You can't tell anybody. No, the dude was staring at the dog the entire time because it's Should a be filming like a palm cord camcorder or something. They, like, what they, was the budget on this film? They seemingly got. I, like, I don't know how real it is. It's probably, like, an actual person got, like, security footage or is recreating security footage or something like that. Some of the maps that they used were maps of cities that are from, like, the Middle East and from Europe. Mm. And it's just, like, it's some of the most bonkers things. Like, Colbert covered... I think Colbert covered it earlier this week a few times. Um, who else did I... What other interview did I see? talked about it i can't remember but it's like it is one of the most wild things i've ever heard of in my life like i Mm. thought it was wild that they made a movie in 2020 about uh i think that it was called bird song and it was about uh covid 2020 or no covid 2023 destroying the world and turning it into a post-apocalyptic world but like this is the most obnoxious ridiculous thing i've ever seen in my life like yeah 
it, it's it just look it up. Don't watch. I mean, maybe watch it if you can pirate it. Watch it. Like don't pay people to watch this. Um, but it's like it is the most insane false information you'll ever find. Like, I would say um, the vote the voting by mail thing. Best thing that's ever happened. I love it. It's great. Uh, we should always have been doing this. It's a great system. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it's, it's a wonderful thing to be able to like sit and like really ruminate on my ballot. I know that New Jersey sends out like a sample ballot in advance, but it's nice to have like the thing in front of you and like be able to, to really like, you know, not, you know, not show up on election day and have like this weird like referendum or, or, you know, opinion question that they ask all the citizens be the first time you read the question. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's a great thing. Like I, I've seen people, you know, usually people who are in favor of more restrictive voter uh, voting rights laws, like you know, the voting should be in person, a communal experience. You know, you go to the public square and look, man, I have never voted at any time aside from the last couple of years when voting by mail was more the norm. I've never voted a time earlier than like 7 p.m. Uh, because that's when I get out of work uh, and I don't talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going in there and like shooting the shit with a bunch of people. Like it's, it's I'm going in, I'm doing my civic duty and I am out. Uh, I am not, I'm not conversing with people. I'm not being influenced by people with signs or sandwich boards or people trying to hand me a bottle of water. The voting by mail thing is fine because it gets me the same amount of human interaction that I have currently when I try to go vote in person, which is zero. Uh, and I get the benefit of having a little the extra time to like do my research and look at the candidates and actually vote for people. Like I, I get to the last three elections, or excuse me, the last two elections, been able to sit at home and like do research on like the school board candidates, which is great. I love that shit. Normally I just show up and be like, oh god, I like this guy's so name. I, I have to pick four of these people. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, but now, and now I like I can read them, and I'm like I, I'm I had genuine research, and my wife was like, "Oh, what do you know about these people?" Like, I know these two are nuts. Don't vote for them. <laughs> so, uh, and like I'm sure that's not what you're supposed to do because you're not supposed to let other people influence your voting thing. But like, I could do the research. I have time to do yeah. the research now because I, I can vote for mail and I can vote from home. And the the people who complain that like, oh, it's right for fraud. All right, well then get an office and figure out how to make it safe then because this is the way of the future. This is the way that elections should be held. And if you want to have a, if you want to have public office in this country and you have a problem with the voting system, then get in office and figure out a way to solve it because this is the way of the future. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, I thought I had signed up for uh, mail-in voting every year during 2020, but I guess I didn't because I didn't get a mail-in ballot uh, this year. Um, oh, I got it. I filled it out for you. Oh, thank you. I got you. Mm-hmm. All right. So I voted yeah. twice then this year. Okay. That makes sense now. Um, I mean, you voted once and I voted once, but like other people, I mean, I, just, I, I, I look, it was a wild night. I sort of had, had a couple of bourbons and just started passing out your ballot look, to everybody in my neighborhood. And, there's, there's two Richard Sweetens in my family. So are you sure you voted for me or did you vote for my grandfather? Uh, well, I mean, I can tell you that Richard Sweeten voted at least 74 times in my district. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm. Uh, by, hu- like, by humans, I should say, by human beings. By humans. Uh, the, the animal the, count is through the roof. The one thing that like makes me laugh about like you're saying like the, going to a polling place, it's like you get to the community center, you talk, whatever. You're not allowed to, um, you're not allowed to campaign within like what five hundred yards or something of a polling place. Hmm. I think it's illegal to campaign so close to a polling place. So it's not even like you can sit there and be like, "Hey, vote for me" while you're walking into this place because it's illegal to do that. So, like, mm. there, there's really no point in having a place to go vote. Mm. It, it, it just, it, it's dumb. <laughs> Polling signs have influenced me exactly once, and it was this year for the fire marshal in, uh, not the fire marshal, the, 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 like the fire sheriff or something like that uh, in Cherry Hill. You got to pick two people, and one of them had signs all over town. And I was like, oh, I know that guy. And then I looked him up, and he had, like, the longest bio of any of the three candidates. I'm like, all right, <laughs> he's doing the job now. That's my permanent. Uh, that's my <laughs> my permanent and very selfish opinion uh, and, and philosophy on who I vote for fire captain is like. Has my house burned down in the last year? Nah. Then the current guy is probably doing fine. Well done, <laughs> sir. Well done. Yeah. yeah, I I I tried to do a little bit more research for local, but there was not a lot of local Belmar stuff going on this year, and anything I could find on like Ballopedia or anything like that, there just wasn't much. Belmar is such a small town. That there's not much I can do in terms of research for candidates. 
patch.com is a good resource and that's it's just hyper local journalism like for this year for the school board in cherry the, hill they they inter, they sent out like a questionnaire to each of the candidates for a school board and got a response from them so i don't wait, know did, if they did, had that for Beaumont or not but did uh, you say match.com because i'm not trying to date them well Why I mean, not? You, you, i'm not going to tell you not to uh <laughs> i'm going to tell you not to don't do that yeah some of them are nuts man <laughs> uh yeah I, I read some of them and i was like some of their non-answers i'm like oh good like there, there were weird ones like they, they would meet like one of my two criteria and the other one would be i would be like oh cool they, they think this that's great and then they get to the question about like what do you think about phil murphy's uh expanded sexual education uh platform for grade school and they give an answer and it would be a very non-committal answer but i'd be like i can read between the lines you're nuts <laughs> I, I i know i know what this means like fa- you put family values in the answer about uh the sexual education course yeah i i i do the rest we know what that means mm-hmm. yeah yeah man yeah come in i i i've i've done uh you know dot dot puzzles before i can do that <laughs> anyway uh those are my thoughts on the election process always vote by mail never not vote by mail. Hope, uh anyone else i hope all of our listeners voted yeah that'd be fun Go vote in Georgia, even if you don't live there. Yeah. Like, that'd be fun. Uh, hopefully be next year, or, or would it be next year where Marjorie Taylor Greene's up for re-election? Or is it the year nah, after? She's up this year. She won again. Was she up this year? Okay. House is up every two years. Unless it's right. a okay. election. Yeah, House is two years. Senate is six years. Yeah. Did you so, just uh, say she mean? won again? Yeah, she won again. Like, a, like a f- running away with it. It's Georgia, man. She Georgia. sounds like she's a made-up person. How does she win? Mm. I think it's people who she's she's a showman. She's a snake oil salesman, and you know it's 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 the Jewish space lasers. That's what it is. Mm. It's people felt threatened by the Jewish space lasers. <laughs> they thought Kyrie Irving had some great points earlier this week. Oh no! And, uh, and so they decided to vote for Marjorie Taylor Green. Oh no! Oh, they're, they're, they they hear Kanye and they're just like right Marjorie Taylor Greene and Kanye they're they're working together mm-hmm. so let's go ahead and vote for I'm Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> uh, all right, those are all the questions that we have. Anyone with any final thoughts before we wrap this bad boy up? No, nothing. Uh, no, nothing thinking hurts my head. <laughs> thinking hurts your head. Yeah, thinking hurts my head. It is, uh, is that- bad for my health. Is that like your career goal at the top of your resume? Your oh my god, I like, so think, wish that was think, an option. Thinking hurts my head. If I could get paid to not think, I would be so fucking happy. Yeah, I I 100% agree with that one. If I didn't have to if you, think. If you could get paid, I mean, there's a, I'm not going to do it. There's a very obvious way to tie in the last topic that we discussed with the comment that you guys just made. It's run for office. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yes, exactly but that there. requires effort. I don't want to think or put in effort. I mean, look at Donald Trump. Do you know how much effort it takes to come up with all of that bullshit? I am not coming up with any of that. And I You're... am not regurgitating other bullshit that I haven't listened to because I didn't put the effort in to listen to it. You think he came up with all that bullshit? He has writers for that. You just, you got me, you got Matt, you got Sean. You want me to read what a writer wrote for me? Come on. <laughs> that is effort. This is just every possible avenue to get Tim into office. This is how you, this is how you win re-election, guys. You go in every, every suggestion, you just go, no, I won't do it. Sounds like a terrible move. Show up on TV and be like, why am I even here? They'll be like, he's got a point. Vote for him. <laughs> Well, you can write Tim's next uh, election speech, his acceptance speech for him if you send it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. And send us your questions, uh, whether it's about the election, whether it's about uh, current events, pop culture, what have you. Uh, history, what if questions, would you rather? We love to hear them all. Brosequestions at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to follow the show on Twitter, it's at brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at brose podcast. It's on Instagram at brose underscore podcast. And you can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold. Special thanks, as always, to Tess Riley for editing our show all the way from France. <laughs> uh, to oui, oui. Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions. We're- to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert. You can listen to his work at the Free Music Archive. 
it is time for plugs, everybody. Uh, Rich, tell us where we can find you on Twitter and what you are up to. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at B underscore Walnuts. And uh, you can check me out on twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts for video game streaming um, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday, and sometimes some bonus extra days. Uh, this week, because I believe this one is coming out in a few days, uh, we I'm still making my way through Plague Tale Requiem. Come check that out. And we'll be starting the new Pokemon later this week, which I'm excited for. Uh, also, check out uh, PodQuest, a weekly nerdy talk show. And although we're still on hiatus, we should be recording sometime in January. Bonus action at Tabletop Podcast. Tim, where can we find you on Twitter? And then I'd like you to tell us about our friends at Anchor Persons. Uh, you can find me at Tim R. Hansen. Uh, and Anchor Persons, Greg and Gene, definitely not the same person at all. Coming in from the West Coast. Uh, yeah, uh, you're still expecting me to know what their what their new format is and what they're doing. They have a wonderful they have a wonderful uh, backlog of some interesting takes on the news uh, in the most entertaining ways, and not even important news because that shit's on fire, like in a bad way, not on fire. Is it like this is amazing? But their shit is amazing, so like I definitely recommend it. It's- uh, if you think we're funny, which I'm not sure why, but if you enjoy our senses of humor and our bad puns, then you're going to love the sense of humor and references that these guys make. Greg and Gene, great guys that are definitely not the same person. They're definitely not. They're definitely Absolutely not. Person. No, uh, under no circumstances, despite what my wife might insist. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. Uh, and my plug for the night is, uh, <laughs> the last episode that we put out, uh, referenced the Phillies losing to the St. Louis Cardinals first round of the playoffs. That was like a month ago and, uh, they lost the world series, which is bummer. Uh, but, uh, it was a good run and, uh, go birds, go birds, go birds. Absolutely. All right. Say goodbye to the gentle listeners everywhere. Bye. Bye. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweeten, Sean O'Brien, the entire action moves team. My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. <laughs>